You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. Welcome to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. We're continuing our series on the children's ministry of Jesus. So let's go to the text, which is Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 and 12. And he gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and teachers. Now, what we've seen so far is that Jesus himself stood in every one of these ministry offices. Uh, He is also standing in the office of the teacher, which is what we're going to cover today. The office of teacher is different than the office of the apostle. The office of the evangelist is different from the office of the pastor. We're going to focus today on what the office of the teacher is. So in Matthew chapter 11 and verse 1, it says, Now it came to pass when Jesus finished commanding his twelve disciples that he departed from there to teach and preach in their cities. So Jesus did not just preach, and preaching is different than teaching. Preaching is more general. It is a very authoritative pronouncement. You're talking about bigger ideas. Teaching is when you get into the details, and it's obviously very different from preaching. Listen to Nehemiah chapter 8 and verse 8. So they read distinctly from the book in the law of God, and they gave the sense, and they helped them to understand the reading. Now that's what a teacher does. A teacher breaks things down and explains those things. And uh, the Hebrew word here for distinctly means to separate. Uh, to distinguish, to define, to expand or spread out. So when I say they broke things down, that's exactly what they did. They explained to the people what they read, and they gave it a sense. They gave an application. They gave examples. The apostles led with preaching. In other words, that's the first thing that they did when they went into a particular city. I want to read to you from the book of Acts chapter 14, and it's about the campaign of uh, Paul and Barnabas, and there they were preaching the gospel. That's Acts 14, 7. So their first step out was to preach. They proclaimed the gospel. It would have been a very simple message, and it would have been very, very uh, to the point and uh, without a lot of detail. And in Lystra, a certain man without strength in his feet was sitting a cripple from his mother's womb who had never walked. This man heard Paul speaking, observing him intently, and seeing that he had faith to be healed. So Paul observed the man, and Paul perceived, King James says he perceived it, he saw that the man had faith to be healed. So he said in a loud voice, Stand up straight on your feet. And he leaped and walked. So this was done without any teaching at all. This man was healed because of the preaching of Paul and Barnabas. I want to just go back to something we said earlier. This is an invasion of a place of darkness. 
This is Paul coming into Lystra where they knew nothing about the God of Israel and they knew nothing about Jesus Christ. He proclaims the simple message of Jesus Christ, who he was, what he did, why he died, how he was raised from the dead, and he must have preached something about healing because the crippled man had faith to be healed. You can't have faith to be healed if you haven't heard something about healing. And so apparently Paul taught something about how people could be healed through the name of Jesus. Paul saw that this man had faith. Then he said to him, stand upright on your feet and walk. And the man did, and he was instantly healed. Now what you see is here's Paul doing the work of an evangelist. He's invading the space of people. He's giving a general message. There they preached. It doesn't say they preached and they taught. It says there they preached. And then now you see the signs that follow the preaching. And so uh, that's very typical of the evangel. And you see it in the first evangel. It's the message of the angel. And he says to the shepherds, this you've been given a savior. He is in Bethlehem, the city of David, and here's the sign. He will be lying in a manger wrapped in swaddling clothes. Signs come with the message of good news. And so that's what happened here. Paul and uh, Barnabas uh, had an amazing effect on these people. Now, the people were immediately persuaded to attack Paul and Barnabas because they were lied about, and as quickly as they were full of joy, they turned against them because there were enemies there who turned the people against the apostles. And uh, there were certain uh, Jews who absolutely hated what they were doing, and they're trying to stop this. And so uh, they stoned Paul. God did not send Paul to Lystra to die. He sent him there to preach the gospel. So Paul knows he's not going to stay dead. Uh, so listen to what the scripture says. Then Jews from Antioch and Iconium came there, having persuaded the multitudes. They stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing him to be dead. However, when the disciples gathered around him, he rose up and went into the city, and the next day he departed with Barnabas to Derby. This is a miracle. He was more than likely raised from the dead, or at least raised from near death and supernaturally restored. And when they had preached the gospel in that city, they made many disciples. They returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch, strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to continue in the faith, and saying, we must through many tribulations enter the kingdom of God. Now, you know what they're doing? Now they're teaching. Now they're explaining things in detail. That's the difference. So in the beginning there was preaching, but there was a limited amount of information that went about with the preaching. I'm not saying it shouldn't have been done. It was the lead, but then it was followed up. And in order to complete the effect of the preaching, there had to be some teaching. And so teaching comes along and explains what people need to know because they can't keep what they hear if they don't understand it. Uh, I heard a guy say one time, uh, when you preach to children, they don't have to understand it. You just preach to them. And the Word of God, because it's spiritual, will go down into their little spirits and it doesn't matter if they get it in their head or not. Now that's not true, but I heard a guy say that. Actually, I heard two people say that. And I thought, you know, that's really a shame that they said that because it's not accurate. And here's why. Jesus said this in Matthew 13, 19. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom... 
and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. And that's what you see in Lystra. The people of Lystra were full of joy hearing the message that Paul preached in the beginning. But evil people came and told lies about Paul and Barnabas, persuaded the people to stone him, and that which was put into their hearts was taken away by the wicked one very quickly. So what does Paul come back to do? A few days after, or maybe a week or two or three, uh, he comes back to Lystra, and this time he teaches and explains because the people can't keep what they don't understand. Let me read that to you again. It's Matthew 13, 19. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. Listen to me. This is what I saw when I first began my children's ministry. I saw how important it was to make kids to understand. And I learned that you can't make them to understand in six to seven minutes. Now, I would have an illustrated sermon that lasted six to seven minutes, but it wasn't enough. Then I would follow it up with maybe a story. We would do a little puppet skit. I would come back with another story. I would come back with an interview with a costume character. We would say a memory verse out loud, and all of this was focused around the single theme that I wanted to get across for that day. And I knew by the end of the day that these kids had locked in to what I had taught them because of the repetition. And so this is so very important. You make people to understand. That really is the ministry of a teacher. So if you haven't learned anything this week, just know this, that the gifts that Jesus gave to the church in Ephesians chapter 4, the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher, they are all the gifts that he himself operated in when he came to this earth. And so he gives us those gifts today because he had them first. And so that is a very important principle. Everything that we have from God through Christ is something that the Father gave to him first. And because he has it first, he in turn gives that to us. Now that I think you see that and understand that, we're going to be able to go further next week when we find out how extensive the ministry of Jesus to children was, and we're going to see it in the Gospel of Matthew. And if you want to do a little pre-study, uh, read the book of Matthew this weekend and uh, go through it and, and, and start looking and make note of the times that Jesus ministered to kids. I'll see you then. Thanks for being with me. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below. And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below or going to myfaithroots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program.
We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.